welcome back to TFE. It's been a while. Uh, this one's probably going to be a bit of a short episode, mainly just to cover some of the stuff that's been happening in the last, I don't know, month that um, we haven't been uploading. Uh, so yeah, uh, we'll just jump straight into stream that movie news into my head, uh, where we're just going to basically talk about uh, the Superman and Lois Lane casting for James Gunn's um, new Superman movie. <laughs> uh, we got David Crowlswet and Rachel Brozan, and that's pretty much it. I've never heard of either of these two. I think I looked up what they've been in and nothing that I've seen. Um, so yeah, I mean, I trust James Gunn. I'm sure this guy will do well. I'm sure this person, this lady will do well. Um, we'll just have to see how it goes. Uh, yeah. And also in other super, well, another DC news, The Flash is tanking hard. I haven't seen it. Um, I'm debating whether or not to see it because... Essentially, the only screenings that are available are at 8pm, at least in the cinema that I can go to, and it's got three days left, apparently, because they're not, they don't seem to have updated to have it play in any more screenings, so, yeah, I'm debating whether or not I'll even go see this movie. I've seen Spider-Verse three times, <laughs> uh, so I have the review up for that, uh, yeah. And then, basically, Disney, not DC, Disney, uh, a couple weeks ago, had a big film slate release date shift, which basically pushed back everything. Um, so, Avatars are all new locations, Star Wars are all no, 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 yeah. Christ, it's been a while since I've done this. <laughs> uh, all the Marvel movies are in a different release schedule. Star Wars films are in a different release schedule. Disney's own movies are in a different release schedule. So, yeah, we've got, like, an entire pushback. So, Deadpool 3 got moved up, though. But this is because, well, people have speculated that this is because um, of the writer's strike. Which also happened whilst we've been away. So, yeah. Um, that's happening. Support the writers, because they're like, we don't want AI-generated art, and we don't want AI-generated stories, because, yeah, they suck. But the highlights of this is, like I said, Deadpool 3 got moved up to November 8th, 2024. Uh, there are two Star Wars movies releasing... Um, in the same year uh, of December, 20, like in 2026, uh, we got all of the Avatar movies got pushed back. I'm just trying to find. So Avatar 3 has been pushed back to December 19, 2025. Avatar 4 got pushed back to December 21, 2029. And Avatar 5 has been pushed back to December 19th, 2031. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, if you thought the gap between the first movie and the Way of Water was long, the gap between the first movie and the last movie will be insanely long. <laughs> um, yeah, they also renamed Captain America to... Brave New World, rather than what it was. Uh, what else do we have, just in terms of things? Uh, the two Avengers movies 
got pushed back an entire year. So May 2nd, 2025 and May 1st, 2026. So yeah, so they got swapped. So the uh, Avengers movie that was meant to come out in 2025 got pushed back to 2026. I read that weirdly. And the one that was meant to come out in 2026 has been pushed back to uh, 2027. So yeah, we're going to wait another whole year between uh, Avengers movies. Uh, but yeah. This is just because they don't have anyone working on the scripts and stuff. And there's uh, Jonathan Major's updates where he's in court and everything for his domestic abuse allegations. So Disney may or may not be reshuffling, phasing him out of the MCU because they don't want that. Um, yeah, it's been it's been interesting. Uh, let's go on to we've crossed lost a controller of the news. The biggest thing is. Essentially, the Microsoft Activision versus the FTC, um, like, court battle thing, where a bunch of stuff came out um, that was useful, interesting. Um, I think the FTC kind of cocked it up because they focused on mainly Call of Duty, which is, I get the, the point behind it, but Microsoft was never going to make Call of Duty exclusive. I know people, I know I said that they could, Um but the likelihood was that they never were. They just want the 70% uh, cut of what Call of Duty would make on all consoles. So, because that's the thing. We, there was a leaked document basically from this court battle uh, that basically it was revealed that Sony made, I think, potentially up to 1.6 billion off of it from like two years, like 800 million in one year just off Call of Duty um, sales. And I'm just trying to find it because the problem is it's been a couple days and the closing arguments and all of that have happened and it's just we're waiting for the judge to basically decide on the verdict. Um, but yeah, Sony's um, lawyers or something didn't redact a bunch of stuff properly so we got some leaked stuff so it revealed like that. It revealed how much uh, some of the first-party games for PlayStation cost. So, like, The Last of Us was 200-and-something million, uh, as well as, like, Horizon Zero Dawn was also, or whatever the Forbidden West was also, um, like, a 200-million game, which I didn't find surprising. I don't know why people think games aren't that expensive. Like, um, GTA V cost, like, over 250 million. Like, video games are expensive, because you're paying a lot of people. Um, we basically got uh, Microsoft basically buying... The reason why they bought Bethesda was because PlayStation was trying to get some exclusivity deals, and they didn't want Starfield to be an exclusive. Um, so they're, 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 th this was what I found really interesting about the Microsoft court battle, is Microsoft kept basically going... Sony kept blocking us by paying money... Uh, to have timed or timed exclusives or full-on exclusives and skip the xbox generation so microsoft's entire plan was hey look rather than combat that we'll just buy the entire studio which is what they're doing with call of duty basically they don't want activision games uh to be skipped or have exclusive content um what else happened a lot of stuff happened there were so many big reveals and so many big like situations where both parties look absolute muppets um they kept uh, the ftc's point was to keep the nintendo switch out of the 
the competition thing because they don't consider it like a competitor to Microsoft. And Microsoft has even stated they don't see Nintendo as a competitor. But for this entire court battle, they really did. Like they considered they they have I think they've stated in the past that they consider Google and Amazon and like software companies their biggest competition because they have got their set sites set on um like streaming. Uh, I'm just trying to find it. There's a lot of thing. There's like 66 pages worth of stuff on this. Uh, so one of the Xbox heads basically said, "If it was up to me, I would love to get rid of the entire exclusives on console, but that's not for me to define. Especially as low share player in the console market, the dominant player there, Sony, has defined market competition using exclusives. So that's the world we live in. I have no love for that world. I could bullshit on this." Because Microsoft was made on the back of Halo, which was a console exclusive. Like, they cannot argue... They bought Rare from Nintendo, like, out from Nintendo to try and get exclusives. Microsoft's whole thing is to get exclusives. They don't... They they love the world of exclusives. They just don't have exclusives that people want to play. Like, people love Forza. They love Gears of War. They love Halo. But Microsoft's done a really bad job at, like making it so that those studios are like making good solid games that people want to play that's the only downside is sony does a very good job of catering to their market xbox has failed quite a bit in that um but my uh yeah so we got some leaked things that microsoft was looking to acquire they were looking for to buy bungie at one point they were looking to buy sega at one point they were looking to buy square enix Microsoft just basically had a list of every company that they could probably buy. Um, and, yeah. It was also leaked that I think Microsoft would need to get another 2 million uh, Xbox Game Pass subscribers to shift over to cover the costs of making Call of Duty exclusive. Which, look, fair enough. It was also revealed that at least a million players own on PlayStation only play Call of Duty and like a bunch of other people oh like 70% of their time is playing Call of Duty and I know people like that I know people who only play Call of Duty um or like very other few games most of their time is Call of Duty uh there was reveals of why uh, this Bobby Kotick regrets not bringing Call of Duty to Nintendo because of the fact that it's a massive market, uh, like the Nintendo Switch. Sony revealed that all developers pretty much hate Game Pass because it devalues their games because having it day on, they get their games published and the costs covered, but it gets buried in... a devaluation because people aren't that attached to it. They use it as a trial, basically. Uh, or, like, a... It helps in certain aspects, but, like, most developers aren't a fan of it, supposedly, according to Sony. So, Microsoft is focused... Yeah, Microsoft really wants to get into the gaming market, so they were considering buying... Oh, I can't remember who it was. Zynga? I think it was Zynga? But then that ultimately got bought out by someone else, I think it was. Um, and so that's one of the reasons why Microsoft is trying to buy Activision, so that they can get uh, King, because they want to break into the mobile market. Uh, what else? NVIDIA, happy with its Microsoft agreement. So, before uh, the trial, Microsoft... Uh, NVIDIA wasn't happy with this, 
But then NVIDIA got a deal with Microsoft, so they're now happy with it. Um, so mm, it was a bit weird about that. I'm just scrolling quickly through a document by The Verge. They did a pretty decent job at covering all of this. Uh, it was revealed that Elder Scrolls 6 is potentially coming out in 2026 because the judge... This is what I found really weird. They didn't get a... This is what I find so weird. They didn't have a judge who understood video games at all. So they... I don't know how they're going to make this, like, um, decision. Because they seem to be very confused by the basic concepts of video game stuff. So they kept confusing Final Fantasy 16, which is a game came out. And they uh, confused it with Elder Scrolls 6. So they went Elder Scrolls 16. Isn't that a game coming out in 2026? Rather than... Final Fantasy 16, which is a game that's out now on PlayStation as an exclusive and PC in a year, um, which is one of Microsoft's arguments is that Sony keeps blocking so uh, Xbox from having games. Um, but the point was, what was my point? <laughs> um, yeah, we oh we got the bombshell email of Microsoft lawyer bringing up an email between Jim Ryan and Chris Deering, former CEO of Sony Computer Entertainment, discussing the announcement of Microsoft's Activision Blizzard deal last year. It is not an Xbox exclusivity play at all. They're thinking bigger than that. They have the cash to make moves like this. I've spent a fair amount of time with both Phil Spencer, Bobby Kotick over the past day, and I'm pretty sure we will continue to see Call of Duty on PlayStation for many years to come. So basically, um, Deering replied, this deal would cement Microsoft as a player in the mobile games if it strikes me more as a king play than Call of Duty. Ryan didn't disagree. Basically, it was revealed, yeah, they don't, they didn't ever see Call of Duty becoming exclusive because Microsoft would make way too much money off having it on other platforms because they're, as they keep pointing out, their player base is very low compared to everyone else. So what's the point of making it exclusive? I don't know why the FTC kept trying to dig on that point. They should have made it so... Because this is what my point is. All ex um, single-player games is what Microsoft will do and make it exclusive. Multiplayer games, then it makes no sense to make um, console exclusive. Especially Call of Duty. It would never make sense to make Call of Duty uh, console exclusive. Microsoft could, and they could offset the cut, uh, cost by just having it on every other console except Sony. But they wouldn't. But I don't think Sony wants to have 70% of all profits go to Microsoft, <laughs> which was my point. Um, Jim Ryan also believes Nintendo is a different market. So this was a big battling point is whether or not, because Microsoft keeps saying they're in third place. But if Nintendo isn't classified in that race, Microsoft is just basically in, in a two horse race between Microsoft and Sony. And it would basically be, does this harm Sony? Because Nintendo, it doesn't really affect at all. And I'd argue that it doesn't, because Nintendo is... Also, it's like, oh, Sony caused the exclusivity market. No, Nintendo's been doing it for years. Nintendo's had uh, Pokemon, Zelda, Mario. Like, they've never crossed over into anything else except for the mobile market. And that was only recently. Like, Nintendo has had a stranglehold on their IP for ages. That's just the business of it is, because they're console sellers. That's the whole point. That's why people buy a console. If they didn't, they just buy a PC, because you can get most stuff. The whole point is to have something dedicated to playing games. I don't know why Microsoft doesn't understand that, but I think they're just trying to lessen, like, what they're actually trying to do. Um, 
Xbox uh, compared itself to Polaroid, uh, basically stating, first, we are exactly like Polaroid. We are cool gaming, which isn't growing. It's TMA, analog to film photographers. Uh, While mobile gaming, MAU, is growing WW at a significant rate. So basically, Polaroid never adapted um, and then got put out of business because digital cameras came along and dominated... uh, the camera market and Polaroid basically kept film and Microsoft's basically going, well, consoles aren't going to be here forever. It's the mobile market that we want. And so we're going to, uh, yeah. Anything else? I'm sure there's loads that I've missed. Uh, oh yeah. The Stadia is maybe not dead. Cause, uh, <laughs> micro, uh, Google basically came out and said, look, we're going to try maybe do some stuff with, uh, the streaming stuff on YouTube. Um, window Microsoft wants to move Windows fully to the cloud was something else because Microsoft is fully committing to the cloud service stuff, which is another reason they want to have games on like everything. They want to just be fully integrated with the uh, things. Uh, we believe that Microsoft intends to use Call of Duty to disadvantage PlayStation in terms of availability or the manner in which the game is made available on PlayStation and to drive players to Xbox and specifically Game Pass. Ryan then goes on to describe how PlayStation players could switch to Xbox, a critical feature of a games console in terms of its attractiveness to people that make games is its level of install base. If a meaningful number of people switched from PlayStation to Xbox, that most certainly would hurt gamers. Yep, but also like multi-platform, cross-platform gaming. The Call of Duty is cross-platform at this point, so moving stuff it would just depending on what people would have um but still making other games like the point of game pass is that you don't have to pay you just pay a monthly subscription you don't have to pay full price for a game over the long run you do end up paying more because if you only play one game like if you're only getting xbox game pass for call of duty then in a year you'd be paying way more than just buying the game but you'd be getting the next call of duty for free so you'd like you can also then trial run playing some other stuff um yeah so it was also revealed that xbox sent jim phil spencer sent jim ryan a commitment list of games last year that would remain on playstation after the pros proposed activision blizzard deal closes this list included overwatch but not overwatch 2 they shut down overwatch didn't they so there's no longer an overwatch uh, other Activision games on PlayStation must be significantly broad to fully align with gamers' expectations, said Ryan in the email. He calls it a not meaningful list in the deposition. Um, so another reason is they didn't. Sony doesn't want to share PS6 information with Microsoft, and if Microsoft owns Call of Duty, my, uh, Call of Duty would basically they wouldn't send dev kits to uh, Activision anymore because Microsoft could then get potential. Uh, information off of what Sony's doing in the future. So it makes sense because if because Call of Duty is one of their biggest things, and they send dev kits to Activision all the time so that they can get early head starts on developing for the next gen consoles. Um, and if Microsoft then owned the biggest shooter in the market and one of PlayStation's biggest uh, things, them not sending dev kits would hurt because by the time that they'd be able to develop for the next gen consoles, Microsoft wouldn't have a dev kit to run uh, Call of Duty on for a PlayStation. So PlayStation would have maybe no Call of Duty until the announcement of the PlayStation 5 and then it would be rushed probably to be out in the sun. Uh, 
Yeah, I think that's a lot of it. Um, ultimately, I still don't think this is a good deal to go through. I think what's going to happen is if this... I think because uh, the CMA tried to block... Uh, tried to push back its um, revision of... Because this deal has to go through by, like, July... Like, in a couple week, In a couple days. Um, I think it's, like, July 15th or something. And if they don't do that, then Microsoft has to renegotiate terms with Activision to uh, agree on new terms. Or Microsoft walks away and pays a $3 billion fine to, for breaking its uh, completion date, basically. Um, and so the CMA tried to, but failed to push back its uh, renegotiations till August, which would push it back past their renegotiation date. Um, but they failed to do that, so they still have to do it. If the CMA doesn't agree to this deal, they still... It would still... Microsoft, I think if the FTC approves it, or this fails and the FTC loses, um, then Microsoft can sign the deal, but they would still have to work with the CMA to quell any issues that the CMA has, or the UK would have to have a completely different set of parameters around Call of Duty <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Um, so, if this, yeah, but mo most experts have basically said if this favors the FTC, then Microsoft will probably just not try and renegotiate uh, terms and will just walk away from the deal and pay the $3 billion fine um, because they don't see it as a... Well, they see it as a worthwhile investment. They would really want to get this. They really want this deal to go through. But if there's going to be too much backlash and too much, uh, like, butting up with government officials, they don't want to deal with that because... If they lose it once, they lose it pretty much every time. It's very difficult to win once you've lost. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Kotick was asked, why isn't Call of Duty exclusive to a single platform? Kotick said, you'd alienate 100 million monthly active players. Um, so, that's why. Um, what else? Uh, I'm. There's a lot to cover. And this is... Yeah, so uh, apparently, that was the other thing. Apparently, the, uh, the FTC then reveals Kotick only found out about the Nintendo Switch version of Call of Duty from news reports and that the agreement also purports to a future Call of Duty game to a future Nintendo console. So there was rumors that, hey, look, Nintendo's got another Switch 2 coming out or whatever. Oh, we found out why Activision removed games from GeForce Now. Uh, was basically because um, they wanted to strike a deal with NVIDIA to get Call, uh, Call of Duty on G uh, GeForce now, but because it was just siphoning it without actually paying or having a deal in place, that's why they made it removed. Um, they wanted to strike a deal to have cloud gaming, but they didn't want to have... Because um, I think GeForce now just takes your Steam library and plays it on GeForce now, unless the game is blocked. So that's why I think Call of Duty blocked it. Um, so the FTC reveals Activision was looking at putting its games on Xbox Game Pass in 2020, but we made a decision not to include our games on Game Pass as a subscription service. Um, so they were planning on doing it, but they basically ultimately went no. I think it was because he does... Uh, Kotick, I don't agree with the idea of a multi-game subscription service as a business proposition going forwards. 
but we, Activision and Microsoft, can agree to disagree. So he doesn't see it's worthwhile putting Call of Duty on Game Pass, but Microsoft certainly can as a console driver if they own it, because Activision has no stake in Game Pass other than if Microsoft pays them a lot of money to put it on Game Pass. They don't benefit much because they lose out on that initial sale. So Microsoft would have to pay for the initial sales. And Call of Duty makes a lot of money regardless of what Microsoft would pay. So if Microsoft owns it, though, there's no issue putting it on Game Pass because they own the game. Um, Yeah. What else? <sighs> a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, I think that's everything. There's a lot of stuff that I missed, probably. Um, but I I was very engaged in this because I find it very fascinating listening to all of these big deals. Um, and I I generally didn't think the I don't think these are good for competition. Um. Because, like, you're just incentivizing big companies to just go and buy <laughs> uh, everything up. And then... Because as you've seen... That's what I was going to bring out. Um, th- this is my problem with it. Because Microsoft owned... If Microsoft owned Call of Duty and everything like that, you will see less games come out. Because Microsoft won't want their own games cutting into their own games profits basically so it's the same with disney as with the disney fox merger and everything like that when disney delays one movie they have to delay an entire schedule of stuff because of how they operate and if they had um a marvel movie come out at the same time as another disney thing it would cut into their own profits they want to spread it out as much as possible and have enough stuff coming out that when people go to the cinema, it's mostly Disney stuff that they go to see. So you have a Marvel movie, then you have The Little Mermaid, then you have another Marvel movie, then you have a Pixar movie, you have uh, a Star Wars movie. So every time you go to the cinema, at least something Disney-related is out. But if Disney decides to delay anything, they have to shift their entire schedule so that they don't cut into their own profits or stuff like that and so you then have disney taking up a lot of cinema screens and stuff like that so game Pass is like microsoft owning call of duty is the same sort of thing you'd have like any activision properties that are potentially coming out be delayed further stuff like that it, it's complicated i don't know everything i think there were some big reveals that made sony look bad i think there were some big reveals that made microsoft look bad I think the FTC did an okay job, but they also fucked up in certain aspects. They pissed off the judge a couple times by asking too many of the same repetitive things. Um, I don't think this judge was very good in terms of like knowledge on video games. I feel like this is a big problem with um, court prob- like filings and stuff like that, is that the person in charge of the law aspect of it doesn't have any real knowledge on the topic. So, like, we don't have a dedicated um, video game judge and, like, multiple judges and stuff who understand video games deeply and understand the complicated merging and the business transactions and stuff like that of these companies um, who are then making up our laws for this sort of stuff. Like, 
it's like having because uh, I think the f- fucking Supreme Court just passed like student loan debt is now like you have to pay it like they didn't uh, expunge or whatever it is a lot of student loan debt and it's just a bunch of like old people who don't re- aren't really in touch with anything at the moment basically deciding our laws so having like a judge who didn't seem to really understand what was going on a lot of the time doesn't seem super beneficial but hey look whatever um let's go on to tech the only really major tech thing that came out was the apple vision pro which is their vr well ar slash vr headset it's mostly ar like augmented reality it's not really a dedicated vr stuff um major talking points about this you get weird augmented eyes uh, using deep fakes and stuff like that pasted on the front using the screens that are on the front and eye tracking and stuff like that so people can see not your eyes fake eyes as you're um, talking it looks ridiculous I think it looks stupid I don't know why anyone would want it <laughs> it's it's also so disingenuous genuine disingenuous um, like it's meant to make it so that you look like you're talking and engaging with people, but you've still got a fucking massive headset on your head um, where you're not paying attention to what the person in front of you is doing. It's just so that you can basically pretend that you're listening, but you still look ridiculous. Uh, second point, it has um, the battery hanging down off with a cable, and my point is that if anyone is out in public... Um, with this headset on, um, please go and take a pair of scissors and just cut that cable because I think it would be funny. And knowing Apple, that cable is not replaceable, so that headset becomes completely useless. I think the battery pack itself, the little battery thing at the bottom, is replaceable, but I do not think that wire is replaceable um, unless it's done by Apple themselves. So there'll be a charge for that. And I just think it's funny that if that headset cable gets cut, it just basically makes the whole thing useless. Um, The specs looks good. I'll give Apple credit. It does look, um, the specs wise, it looks interestingly competitive. Uh, Price wise, fuck no. Three and a half grand. Um, Too much. For what it is, which is just meant to be a office workstation um, with... I don't think any capability of playing games at the moment, uh, which is what most headsets are, because they're meant to be entertainment. This is Apple basically going, this is a workstation, which is what Meta is trying to do. Um, I don't understand these companies going, we have computers and screens and stuff like this that are set up and make it really easy to do. Yeah, they take up a bit of space, but whatever that's the price we pay to have easy access to the internet and stuff like that and workspaces and all of this what better way than to strap a thing that only lasts two hours onto my head and do my work i don't i don't get it entertainment you can do for about two hours and it's fine it's fun working for two hours with a vr headset on not fun like pointless i'd rather sit at a computer for two hours and do my work than um strap a vr headset or ar headset to my head and do office work (laughs) also uh gesture controls that's the other thing no dedicated um controller just gesture controls and stuff like that and pointing and tapping um yeah that's it and then elon musk 
news. Everyone loves obvious numbskull. Uh, Elon Musk's basically killed Twitter by putting on a view limit on how many tweets you can see. Temporarily, at least, for now. Um, and so people are mass exiting the uh, site and going to other ones. Um, he says it's due to daily, uh, like, a like status scraping by AI startups for his new paywalls on reading tweets. Um, but yeah, so you can only... What the fuck? Why is my Alexa talking? My Alexa's downstairs. Alexa, stop! Creepy. Really creepy. <laughs> I didn't even say Alexa. Someone downstairs. There's a ghost. Um, but yeah, you can only... Verified accounts are limited to reading 6,000 posts a day. Unverified accounts are limited to 600 posts a day. And new unverified accounts are limited to 300 posts a day. I haven't actually hit this limit, but I don't go on Twitter that much. Um, I use Twitter just mostly to get news articles because it's a good place to find like news stuff quickly. Um, but yeah, uh, it's bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you basically get hit with a your data limit is reached and you can't access Twitter. Um and I think this is his way of trying to force people to use Twitter Blue, um, because you get to read more stuff um, if you're subscribed. And one, this is bad because this stops people from being able to see posts, and that defeats the whole point of marketing on Twitter, because if people aren't able to continuously doom scroll endlessly, um, then the likelihood that they'll see the ad that the company has put is less. Um, and then that means advertisers won't want to advertise on Twitter. Uh, two, people don't give that much of a shit and will just not use Twitter. <laughs> um, oh, he also shortly tweeted uh, that the rate limits would soon increase to 8,000 tweets for verified users, 800 for unverified, and 400 for new unverified accounts. Um, yeah. He's a dumbass. He doesn't understand business at all in terms of social media. Uh, oh, also him and Elon, uh, Mark Zuckerberg are going to fight for some stupid reason because Facebook is bringing out a competitor to Twitter. So a similar platform style. Um, I can't remember what the name of it is. If it's Because I think it leaked on a Brazilian Google Play store, like a, like a site. Uh, I think it's called Fred's or something. I mean, uh, the current Twitter competitor, Blue Sky, is having to pause, um, what is it, uh, sign-ups because of how many people are just mass coming over. Um, so, yeah. Anything else randomly in the news before I end it for today? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Miranda Sings did a song um on a ukulele about her sexual allegation like sexual abuse allegation no um some allegations that she had about like hanging out with underage minors and talking about sex and stuff and being weird and creepy uh i don't know too much about it but she did a song on a ukulele and everyone hated it because it was really weird and really distasteful <laughs> um i haven't listened to it Mark Zuckerberg immediately texted Dana White after Elon Musk challenged Metaboss to fight. Yeah, that's the thing. It's apparently going to happen at the Coliseum. Stuff like that. Um, what else? 
Doesn't seem to be much. Uh, the Barbie movie and Oppenheimer are coming out on the same day, and everyone's losing their mind. That's been a while. That's been a thing for a while, though. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I'm sure there's other news that I've missed. There was other stuff that I wanted to talk about, but I just can't remember what it was. Um, and yeah, it's been a while. I don't know when the next episode of this is. I mainly only wanted to do this because of the FTC versus Activision um, debate. That was the main news that I wanted to cover. Like, uh, But I thought it's been a little while since we had a TFE. I don't know when the next TBO will be because depending on whether or not I actually go and see The Flash. Uh, I was going to do an Extraction 2 episode, but ultimately I like the movie. But it wasn't, I, I, I would have felt better if it was a bit of a discussion, but like, I don't know how much I could say on my own. Um, I never went and saw Rise of the Beasts. Um, don't really care to go see The Flash. It doesn't seem to be very good. Um, I've already heard the spoilers about the cameos and stuff that are in it. Uh, and they say, seem tactless and pointless. Uh, and yeah, the next movie that I'll, probably be doing is Oppen... No, uh, Mission Impossible and maybe Oppenheimer. But no guarantees. Uh, and then this weekend is my birthday, so I don't think there'll be any upload um, for this week. Even if I do go see The Flash, I might record it and release it another date. I don't know. I generally don't feel like going to see The Flash. I might just skip it, because... Who fucking cares? It's the end of the DC universe as it is. It wasn't very good to begin with. Um, it seems like a mess. This movie took, like, since 2009 or 2011 or whatever the fuck it was. Since, like, 2000... It took, like, 10 years. They had an entire 10-season episode, like, show of The Flash on TV in the time it took. And then Ezra Miller's a piece of shit, so... Who cares? <laughs> I just find it funny that everyone's like, oh, DC, James Gunn's going to regret that he said that The Flash was the best movie ever. Like, he had to say that. He's not going to say it's a piece of shit and you shouldn't go see it. Because that's bad marketing. It's like, they want it to do good, but, like, they can't come out and say it's going to be shit. Because, um, look what happened with, uh, what was, uh, the guy who did Fantastic Four. Like, fan stick. He came out and slashed that movie, and then he's never worked in Hollywood again. <laughs> or very rare, like, infrequently worked in Hollywood. Like, Hollywood doesn't forget if you call something shit. <laughs> Critics and the general public can say it's shit, but anyone in Hollywood has to like working on their movie, unless it's universally panned, and years later they can come out and say, oh yeah, no, it was a piece of garbage and I didn't like working on it and whatnot. Like Ryan Reynolds for Green Lantern. Universally panned. I quite like it, but ultimately it's generally agreed that it's not a good movie, and um, he makes fun of it because it's better than going, yeah, no, this was a really good movie. It was, like, completely perfect and nothing wrong with it. Like, there are flaws to it. Like, I think it's the movie he met his wife on, though, so. Blake Lively, so. Hey, look. Swings and roundabouts. Um, but, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, I hope this one was coherent. <laughs> Um, sorry, it's not much news. Um, I haven't been tracking it, to be honest. I've been busy. Dan's not around to not bring any news as usual. <laughs> so it mostly falls on me. Um, and I've just not been keeping up because I've been busy. Um, I haven't had a lot of time. I've been 
trying to sort my life out a bit. And hopefully in the next couple of weeks, there'll, it'll be a more consistent flow. But who knows? You can't really tell. I'm planning on doing some streaming on my Twitch channel. If anyone wants to check them out or they'll be uploaded to my YouTube channel if you want to go see the videos. Uh, if you don't have time to watch the actual streams. Um, links are all in the description for that. Uh, but yeah. Until next time, I'll see you then. Bye!